If you're listening to this live, it is the 4th of July, and I just want to take a second to thank our active duty military members and for the family members who support them through their active duty services. And of course, want to take some time to remember those who have given up their lives for our independence. Thank you so much for all of you who are involved in keeping America free. In today's episode of Tuesdays and Testimonies, we're going to read Psalm 23. Do you sacrifice what you require to have what you desire? Are you ignoring the voice of the good shepherd who is trying to lead you to still waters and listening to the voice of your fleshy desires? This may be you, and if it is, there's a chance that this is part of the reason why you have a body image that does not align with the way that God sees you. Hey mama, welcome to Bold Faith in Fashion. Are you tired of feeling insecure in your skin and using clothes as a way to hide your body? Are you frustrated with the time, money, and energy you spend on clothes you never wear? Hey, I'm Ashleyana, and Mama, I get your struggle. I have helped thousands of women just like you create the simple, comfortable, and yes, stylish wardrobes of their dreams without draining their energy or their bank accounts. In this podcast, I will teach you about what looks good on your body, all while filtering your beauty standards through the eyes of Jesus. If you're ready to go from stressed to get dressed to blessed to get dressed, tune in right now. Did you know I have a free community of Christian mamas on a budget just like you who are building stylish and comfortable wardrobes that they feel good in? In this group, we share outfit ideas, I host What to Wear Wednesdays, and there's so much more. So to join me, just click on the link in the episode description. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23 is so deep. On the surface, it seems really simple, and it is in a sense. And I'm going to cover the simple message that Psalm 23 is conveying. But I want to acknowledge that I literally attended a conference this year called the IF Conference, where this was broken down verse by verse, over a two-day period. There is so much meaning and depth in God's Word. Today, I want to cover how this psalm really talks about how the Lord is our shepherd and that we shall not want. I thought about that for a minute, and I, I thought, okay, I shall not want. So we have wants and we have needs. And it doesn't say we shall not need It says, we shall not want. So then that 
led me to the dictionary because I thought to myself, okay, why don't we break down the difference between things that we want and things we need? So when I looked up the definition for want, it was really consistent. It had words like to desire to possess or do something, to wish for something, an ought, a should, or a a need to do something is where it kind of gets a little more like, okay, they put the word need in the definition of want. Then they also started to put, as I kept reading down the list of what the definition for want was, was a lack or deficiency of something, which really kind of is more of a need than a want and a desire for something. Again, so we're kind of going back to Okay, dictionary.com is want something that we just desire inside of ourselves or is it actually a lack or a need? All right, so now let me read to you the definition for the word need. Something you require because it is essential or very important. Expressing necessity or obligation. Circumstances in which something is necessary or that requires some course of action. A thing, here's where it gets blurry again, a thing that is wanted or required. So what's really interesting when I look up these definitions is the majority of the definitions for want is an ought to, a should, a desire. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a necessity in your daily life, something that you want. But then it throws in a couple of definitions in there to make it seem like there's a deficiency or a lack. And and in my view, I feel like if something, if you're deficient in something, often that's not a good thing. Often that means you need to figure out how to fix the deficiency, especially when we talk about that in the physical sense of maybe deficient in vitamins or things like that. And then when I come over to the need, All of the definitions are really clear. It's something that is not negotiable. But then you go to the last definition in here and it says something you want. And I'm going, no. So here's the thing. Our culture has blurred the lines between the things we need and require versus the things we want and desire. And this is intentionally done through the influence of the enemy We know that back at the garden, his tactic was to make us think that we need something that we don't already have in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In the garden, the enemy said, you will be wise like God, knowing the difference between good and evil. And the funny thing is, is, Adam and Eve already had access to the knowledge of good and evil because of their close relationship with their creator. We have that same relationship access through the Holy Spirit, through Christ's sacrifice, to be able to discern the difference between a want and a need through prayer. Now, I'm making it sound really simple, and in a sense it is, I realize that getting to know the Lord through prayer and beginning to discern his voice takes time and it takes effort. It takes a village of other believers to surround you and support you and sometimes speak to you through their own prayers and their own study of his word. So I understand there are some complexities 
in that statement I just gave. But ultimately, we have to begin to discern what we want and whether or not it is something that is a want inside of us because it's something God has given us to do as a a purpose to further his kingdom, to glorify him, and of course something that is for our good as well. All three of those things are true at the same time when you want something that is a God desire. And when you want something, God will pave the way. God will not give you a dream that fulfills his purpose for your life and not give you the steps to accomplish it. So we got to discern those wants versus what we need so that we can look and see how God has provided in his word just as he promised. The very first verse of Psalm 23 is the Lord is my shepherd and I lack nothing. The other translation is I shall not want. And I'm coming at it from the angle of God provides us everything we need. He leads us beside quiet waters. He refreshes our soul. So we need a relationship with Jesus. We need a relationship with our good shepherd. When we have that relationship, we will be obedient to God's will for our lives. We will be able to look through his lens to see ourselves and to see others the way that he sees us. We will be able to draw boundaries and we accomplish this through quality time with the Lord in prayer and we desire this quality time with the Lord just like we desire quality time with our uh, friends and family members in our lives. We, we study his word. When we do this, we, we get everything we need. We fill back up. We need a relationship with the Lord because We need to have someone we can absolutely trust 100% of the time. And Christ is that person. Having a relationship with the Lord gives us purpose, meaning. It gives us a foundation of truth to stand on in a world that is ever-changing in their value and moral system. And of course, getting into God's word, having this relationship with him, really focusing on who the good shepherd is, is going to help us do things that we otherwise couldn't do in our own strength, like getting uncomfortable and talking to other believers by comparing notes um, when we're studying God's word, asking each other the uncomfortable questions and giving each other grace as we walk through, think through what God's word does and does not say. It helps us to give forgiveness to those who have done wrong to us and to those who have committed unforgivable acts otherwise outside of having a relationship with Jesus because we see our own capacity for sin. We ask God to replace our desires for our lives with his desires for our lives. We do this with humility, knowing that we may be uncomfortable with what desires he replaces our desires with in our hearts. But mostly the pinnacle of this need that we have is we need acceptance from our creator. Everybody is always seeking acceptance in different ways in this world or they completely give up on acceptance. But we, we need 
to be accepted, but what we can tend to focus on is acceptance from others outside of ourselves. We need the acceptance that was already given to us freely through Christ Jesus on the cross, acceptance from our heavenly creator. All of these things that I just listed are all ways that we can seek first his kingdom so that all other things will be added to us. Notice how I didn't put any physical needs in that list. And that is because God already promises to provide for our physical needs just like a shepherd provides for his sheep in scripture. When we first seek the kingdom of God, we can absolutely trust our creator to provide for all of our needs. So when we fill up with the Lord first, when we live a with God life, those are all of the things that you will have inside of you. You will have Holy Spirit. You will have purpose and meaning and all the other things I talked about. However, if you don't prioritize that, if you don't fix your eyes on the good shepherd in trust and obedience, and if you don't take that time to get into his words so that you can be filled with peace, then you're going to find that your fleshy desires that may or may not be from the Lord will cause bitterness, will cause anxiety, will cause a self-image that is inaccurate based on how God sees you and based on the path that God has laid out for your life. I am realizing that we are at almost 15 minutes right now and all I have covered is the need portion um, of focusing on the Lord and I have a whole other um, section that I uncovered about the difference between leaning into our need for Jesus and leaning into our fleshy desires and I don't I ran out of time today so I'm hoping that this little teaser is going to make you want more, is going to make you want to come back next Tuesday and, and hear the difference between relying on your shepherd and putting the kingdom first so that your needs can be met versus ignoring your need for Jesus and putting your will, your wants first. I'm going to talk about that next Tuesdays in Testimonies. And I'm going to share a personal testimony of when I really didn't check my wants and desires with the Lord and how that really physically affected me and the way that I viewed God and the way that I viewed myself. So I hope you'll join me. I'm going to close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, ultimately, when we read this psalm, we are to know that when we fix our eyes on you, that is when and that is where we find peace is in our relationship our trust and obedience in you. Heavenly Father, I say this knowing that in my own life, this can be hard on a day-to-day -day basis. It can be hard to give up my fleshy desires. It can be hard to give up my time. It can be hard to give up resources for the things that you're asking me do in, to do in the moment. And a lot of the reason that it's difficult is because I'm so stuck in that moment. Lord, I just pray for all the ladies listening that if they are like me, and they get so stuck in the present and they don't think about how it affects their eternity or the eternity of other people or even how it may be good for us 
to take some kind of action, to obey some kind of nudge from you, how you just know best. You know what steps to take to lead us to still waters. Heavenly Father, I just ask that you would help us with unbelief right now, that you would help us with distrust, that we would trust you more right now. And Heavenly Father, I just pray that anybody struggling with their body image, that they would begin to see themselves the way that you see them right now. And Lord, I pray that whatever steps that you are nudging them to take lovingly to improve their body image, that they would take those steps of faith right now. I thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit and for our ability to take these really difficult steps because of the sacrifice of Jesus. It's in his name I pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, thanks for listening today. Before you pop off, consider joining my free Facebook group, Bold Faith in Fashion. Here is where you'll have access to exclusive content, visual how-tos, and weekly live feedback on your style journey from me. One last thing, if this podcast has empowered you to put an outfit together and shine a little brighter for Jesus, would you consider leaving a written review on Apple Podcasts to let me know? I'd love to hear from you and would be so encouraged to know how this podcast has positively impacted you. XO, your closet BFF.